Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome or welcome back to another episode of Young, Confused, and Well-Read. Hi, my name is Anne, and when you're listening to this, it's my birthday. I've decided that this week I am going to record a birthday episode, which is not gonna go up on the Tuesday of the week, but on Monday, since my birthday is on Monday. It's the 28th of November, and I'm not recording this on my birthday, I'm recording this a few days earlier, it's the 26th today, but I've decided to do an episode on advice that I would give to my younger self, And all the things that I'm going to talk about can, you know, be advice to generally anybody that I would give. I wrote down a few very interesting takes, so I think this is going to be a nice and wholesome episode. Just some things I would like to say to my younger self if I could. Um, That being said, I have to say I am not feeling my best today for no reason. To be fair... Um, I went to the gym this morning and I had a very good training session. After that, I felt really good, but for some reason, I'm just a little bit stressed, which is absolutely not logical because I have nothing on my plate today. I think sometimes we just have these days where we're not on the top of our game and that's okay. So I just hope that this podcast will cheer me up a little bit and I hope you cannot hear my little bit negative vibe. I'm still doing okay, like I'm not super bad mood and all over, I'm just a bit stressed, again, for no real reason. But that being said, I think it's time to dive into my weekly segments and let's start with three things that I'm grateful for. Like I said, when you're listening, it's my birthday and I'm turning 20 this year, which is insane. A new era of my life is going to begin, a new century. And on one hand, I am kind of scared. I'm like, whoa, being 20, I am officially old. Um, I mean, here, uh, I am an adult at 18. And I mean, in America, they're an adult at 21. But I still feel like 20. That's like, what, you're 20? Nobody has to know. (laughs) It just sounds really old. And I know that obviously that day will not change anything in my mindset or something, like especially make me all of a sudden way more grown up than I might am right now. But, you know, I shouldn't put so much pressure on a number. Uh, I think I'll be fine on my birthday with that. It's just, I think it's the first year where I'm actually realizing that, you know, getting older is not as fun as it used to be. And I'm also... I have to say, I think I'm going to have a very good day on my birthday and I'm excited for that because I have a few things planned, but I'm just not as excited as I used to be because it's going to be way different. It's the first birthday I'm not going to spend with my parents or my friends from home, basically celebrating my birthday on my own and not that I didn't have options to, you know, hang out. I might hang out with my friends or my roommates, we have to see, but I decided to spend a day alone. (laughs) that sounds kind of sad but it was my choice just do things that I want to do and just have a really wholesome and nice day because I think that will um just be nice and obviously you don't need a special occasion to do that just I decided to just do things on that day for myself and then have my real birthday celebrations with my parents and my friends from home when I'm back 
and I probably am also hanging out with my roommates on the day but there's nothing planned and especially since you know all of the assignments are now due I just I mean I'm done <laughs> but um, I just don't want to be you know annoying and make people spend a whole day with me when they should be working on their assignments and I you know just wanted to take a day for myself just do the stuff I want to do and I'm really looking forward to that and I already mentioned the second thing that I'm grateful for which is that my assignments are done I just have to hand them in now I didn't do that yet but they're finished I have a lot of free time and usually I thought that would make me feel like super chill but apparently not today's not my day um but like I said, just because today is your day doesn't mean that you don't have good moments. And I want to point out today when I went to the gym and I did my training, I try to hold a plank every day for, you know, a certain amount of time. And my goal was by the end of the year to be able to do it for two minutes. And as a little explainer, I was somebody who used to skip doing planks because I hated them. They were so hard. But eventually, like in October, I think I realized that I was able to hold it for a minute when I used to struggle with 30 seconds of plank and I was so excited and was like okay you know what you're gonna work on holding a plank for two minutes and I'm able to do that now but today I I don't know where the power came from to be honest but I hold a plank for three whole minutes I was so impressed with myself I could have probably kept going but I felt my form was kind of slugging away so I was like nope done that and I was so proud of myself that was such a nice experience and I just like to say it's not the same every day like I have days and on different days you know I feel like I have a different amount of strength but today that was really good so that's what I said my gym session was really really lovely and that was like the perfect way to end my training uh, but overall still I don't know I'm not feeling my best but I'm mentioning this now to you so that you can look out for the little things in your day that were not as bad. And then the third thing I'm grateful for, except for the fact that I'm apparently able to hold a plank for three minutes, what? That's crazy, is coffee. I'm going to make myself a coffee later. I didn't do it now. Maybe that's why I'm not in the mood today. I don't need coffee. I just drink it because I really like it and it's a great part of my day. I know that coffee, you know, can get you addicted or, you know, is bad for your teeth, but I like drinking it and it's always bringing me joy when I do. So I'm definitely going to make myself a coffee after I've recorded this podcast and I'm looking forward to that. So what have I been up to? I have been sick. Um, yeah, I couldn't attend the uh, last match I had with Huntball because I was sick. That was really unfortunate. It really hit me on Sunday and I was not feeling too great for a few days, but it's better now. Um, I don't think I'm 100% recovered, but I'm on a really good way. And apart from that, I did manage to finish my assignments and I had like the best and most productive day on Wednesday when I worked on my history essay. And I really felt good afterwards. Um, for the other days, it was kind of, you know, because I didn't really had too much to get done through. It was just kind of like the last bits of editing and stuff. It was kind of like ugh, more annoying me like, oh, when am I, am I done with this? But Wednesday was really productive and I really had fun working on the assignments. I love these days the best when I actually am enjoying my work. 
as I wanted to mention my my Wednesday. Wow, I'm like so weird. I'm like, oh my god, Wednesday, such a good study day. I also couldn't go to training because on Monday I was still sick. And on Wednesday they changed the training times and I actually had a class when they trained. And on Friday they didn't have training, which was kind of unfortunate, but I'll go back next week. Not on Monday though. I have training on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays because Monday is my birthday when you're listening to this. Uh, I'm sorry if anybody from the team is listening um, that I did shoot, but again, like I said, not that I don't enjoy going to training, but I really just want to have a day just doing what I really love doing. That sounds like I hate going to training. I hope you get what I'm saying. It's, I just want to design a day for me and training is like in the middle of the day. It's from 11 to 1, so I basically would have to structure my day around training instead of, you know, structuring the day around me. So that's why I'm not going. But I swear, I swear that after is after that, I will go back to training um, for the rest of the week and after I come back because then obviously I'm going home. I'll be back, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, it was also the last week of seminars and lectures. Um, there was nothing special going on, just went. Um, but it was kind of, you know, crazy that a semester's over now that I'm saying it. It's like it went by so fast and... I've basically been doing this podcast for mostly all of it. I don't actually know when I started. Oh, it's 11. No, because, oh my god, yes, I actually started this, I think, in the first week of um, this semester. Because when this episode is going online, it's week 12 for me, and this is episode 11. So that is insane. Wow, that is crazy that I've been basically doing this for the whole semester. It literally felt like a blink now, which is insane just saying that. Uh, but I'm also very excited to get home for Christmas and have a chill out at home. I have so many nice little things planned and it's also just the little things like going on a walk around my neighborhood, for example, seeing my friends, obviously, that's very exciting, and my parents. And I've really been getting into the Christmas beard this week. I usually am not getting into the Christmas beard uh, before my birthday, I do it after. But because I'm not in a birthday mood, I feel like, um, I've just been like getting excited for Christmas and I'm listening to Christmas music. I'm doing a little bit of Christmas dance workouts. I love doing them in my room. I basically, I'm not living um, completely down, but I don't think I have any downstairs neighbors. I think it's just like not a flat where people live in. So I can actually basically jump around in my room and nobody gets annoyed, which is nice. But um, yeah. Uh, just Christmas mood like I when I get ready or unready I listen to Christmas music and it's been really nice and I've also been listening to a lot of podcasts not Christmas inspired podcasts but I've been listening to so many podcasts by Safi and Wing it just goes without saying on Apple Music and Spotify and probably somewhere else as well um, they have such a lovely podcast and I think both of them are so incredibly smart and I've decided because, you know, <laughs> they just have an episode each week to listen to all of the episodes. And um, I'm kind of afraid for the day that there will be no episodes left and I have to wait every week for a new one. But so far, I still have a, a lot to listen to. And, um, well, don't know how long that lasts because I basically listen to an episode to like three of their episodes a day because it's that good. I always listen when I work out. That was really inspiring um, and it's just so interesting to listen to their conversations. So that's what I've been doing. Again, nothing too exciting, 
but at least I have something to tell. And then what am I looking forward to? Again, my birthday, already said that. Basically, I want to enjoy my last days at university before I go home and here and just, again, that's also what I'm trying to do my birthday, just have fun in the city and go on walks, go to training, just really enjoy the environment I have here and appreciate it because like I'm really excited to go home and every day that I move closer I'm like oh my god only that many days till I go home but then again I just really want to appreciate the time I have here because I um yeah really like it here I really like the environment so that's what I want to do enjoy my free time hopefully a little bit less stressed as right now for no real reason I want to go to like maybe a Christmas market. We had some going on at university and I quickly went, but uh, I then went home because again, I was sick and I was not feeling too well. Just getting more into the Christmas spirit. I was thinking of maybe going to Edinburgh again or maybe to Glasgow. Edinburgh has a Christmas market, I know. Glasgow probably has too, but I'll have to see when I do that. I probably do like a spontaneous trip. But again, I will watch out that I will uh, go to training, (laughs) so I could not do it probably on Wednesday. I could do it on Wednesday technically, but I'm not doing it on Friday. And obviously on Sunday I always have games, so I'm trying to tend that. And then I have two Christmas dinners going on, which are on Friday and on Saturday. Friday is the Humble Christmas dinner, which I'm really excited for because we're actually going out. And then on Saturday, we're doing a Christmas dinner in our flat, plus a secret Santa, which is also very sweet. Um, yeah, and I'm just excited. More Christmas spirit. Yes, that's basically that. And my affirmation for this week for you is that, kind of like a reminder, is the only person you need to make happy is you. And my emphasis is on happy. You need to make yourself happy. You don't need to make yourself proud. You need to make yourself happy. That's the most important thing, in my opinion, happiness. And obviously a lot of different parts play into that. But I think that is a nice reminder for you that you don't need to make anybody else proud or happy um, or whatever. It's on you. It's your life and you have to focus on that. I'm sorry the intro turned out so long, I just apparently had a few things to say, but now we're going straight into the episode uh, where I'm talking about advice that I would give to my younger self. Technically, I'm nearly 20 and when you're listening, I am. So like I said, for me, at least what it feels like officially an adult. And I have not written down 20... um, advices that I would give. I have 17, but I think that's fine. (laughs) And it's just advice in general, like it could be to uh, my, well, eight-year-old self, although I think I more aimed the advice to like myself when I was 13, but then I have some advice that I've written down that I would maybe give myself to when I was 16. Um, So I'm not necessarily going to tell you to, oh, I'll give that advice to, you know, my 13-year-old self. Uh, Because it's just general advice you could technically give to anybody depending on which position they're in. So maybe this is something to also remind you or that might be helpful. And I think that advice is still helpful to me right now because um, there are still things that I'm struggling with um, that, you know, giving advice on that is great, but that won't necessarily solve the problem. But there's also just some advice that, you know, I learned for myself and worked out eventually so 
Without further ado, let's start with the first one. They're also in no particular order, but I don't think that really matters. And the first advice is, my parents who are listening right now are gonna be like, yep, yeah, we're still telling you this, you still need to work on that, and I know, but it's don't work too hard. And somebody like me who's a people pleaser, who's, I think, I'm not diagnosed, but I bet I have some sort of high functioning anxiety, which basically means that, you know, you have to give 110% um, or otherwise you have like a very anxious feeling around, you know, working or not doing enough. That's definitely what I have and that's why I definitely work very hard and a lot because otherwise, you know, I feel like a failure. <laughs> I am working on this. I talked about this in a previous episode where I went and said, you know, basically I am, you know, now learning to take days off and to you know have at least one day off a week and to chill a little bit more and to stop when I can't and on some days I still feel like I push myself too hard just because I want to get stuff done but then I also am realizing this problem now and I'm not going all over without pausing which I did for you know basically all of my school life (laughs) okay primary school doesn't really count but since middle school how now reflecting I basically never had a holiday off except for the um, summer holidays I always worked on the holidays I always worked on the weekends basically going strong nearly every day of the year except for the summer holidays which is it's not enough you know break because if you once a year you know I mean yes I had six weeks off which is a lot but then you basically hustle for all of the rest of the year (laughs) I don't know if that's so good because we have a weekend for a reason to you know have two days of the week to calm down and chill um and sometimes that even isn't enough especially like I think in our society where working hard is really promoted by you know every aspect of it it can be dangerous for somebody like me to balance it out because obviously I get payback for my hard work and people you know being like oh my god you're that's so impressive I'm so proud of you um so obviously it pays off And I would never tell somebody to not try or not work hard, but I would also tell somebody, you know, to not work too hard and to chill out a little bit because I bet I could have gotten the same grades with, you know, having at least a day off of the week Um, because I was super hardworking, especially the last two years of school because I had a goal. I reached that goal, but, you know, it cost me a year of my mental health, so... (laughs) was it worth it? I would, you know, going back, really not do it again this way, because I know I would have gotten the same outcome with a little bit less stress. (laughs) But it's easy for me to say, because I went through it. When you're in that moment, you're like, okay, I can, how do people get through this? Like, I don't know, but you will. Uh, So yeah, that's my first advice. And my second kind of ties in with that, which is don't stress too much. It will all work out in the end. Especially like with getting, you know, my um, diploma in school and stuff like that. I was so stressed. I was like, how can everybody do this? I'm going to fail. And I was not going to fail. It's hilarious because I was doing really, really good in school. (laughs) I was um, top of my school in the end. Um, Which is, I'm I'm mentioning this because I'm really proud of it. And I think we um, should tell things that we are proud of but obviously in the long run it doesn't you know define me or define anybody else 
um, it's outside validation and you know what should define us is how we validate ourselves and you shouldn't base that validation on you know outside validation I hope that's clear but um, you know it would have worked out the same way if I chilled out a little bit and I heard stories of other people who had the same problem who totally burnt themselves out some people don't have problems with that some people are really nearly immune to burnout and they can give like 110% and don't burn out and I think I was for a long time kind of in that part because you know I did it for years I gave so much for years I remember that after ninth grade when I switched schools my um you know class teacher basically told me that I'm somebody who will go the extra mile to you know make it work and to be the best and that's true I will and I did and you know running an extra mile once works but if you do it every single time it's going to get too much and um yeah i stress so much about things you know that maybe in the end not that they didn't matter and I still take a lot of pride in my education um and I think education is really important but you know in the end there were things that were also more important which is like my mental health um that I totally blew off even after you know people advised me to not I just didn't listen. I was like, you're insane. You don't even know I'm doing fine when I didn't. And that's what I'm saying. I would like, don't stress too much. Like, I'm you from the future. I know. It will all work out in the end. I think if you see your future self basically coming, be like, don't stress. It will work out. That might calm you because you see, you know, she's still alive. Okay, <laughs> leave that. Um, my third advice to myself is maybe a little bit... Yeah, it's a little bit different from what I said before, but it's called wear the skirt. And um, I never struggled with body dysmorphia. Um, I think I talked about this in another episode a little bit that I went like and be like, yeah, I am not always super happy with my body and there are things, you know, that I might be unhappy with. But in the end, you know, I am absolutely fine and mostly happy with my body And I'm really thankful for that because I know that there are people out there struggling with body dysmorphia. And, you know, I can obviously not help you. I'm not a professional. I have no experience in that field. But if you are, I'm sending you all the love and support um, that I can, which obviously isn't a lot. But I just like to say um, I'm thinking of you and I'm wishing you the best. And I hope that you can get help and I hope you can get out of this because I know you're strong. And, you know... Obviously, I struggle with mental health, so I know what it feels like to feel like you're absolutely out of control of things that are happening and the things you're thinking. But that's not what I mean by this advice. Um, What I mean was that when I was younger, obviously, I had some sort of insecurities and they weren't about, oh, how my legs looked in the skirt. I never had that. But, um, you know, they were about, you know, people might be like looking at me weirdly and being like, why is she wearing a skirt? Everybody else isn't. Because everybody literally else was never wearing skirts. All of the girls in my class were wearing pants all year round. So when I was wearing a skirt, I was like kind of the outside, like I felt outside. I feel like it was hard for me, you know, to leave outside of that comfort zone. I don't know. And it's so silly to me now because it was like, why didn't you just wear the skirt? Nobody freaking cared. Uh, but I cared so much about other people's thoughts back then. I was like, oh, stop this. It's it's a skirt. And I remember that eventually, you know, in 10th grade, you know, that was when I kind of was like, you know, being like, you know what? I wear whatever I freaking want. 
And I think my style might have peaked when I was like 16, 17. Really great style. Fun fact, my um, driver, driving teacher actually told me that I was the best dressed driving student he ever had. Biggest flex of my life still. <laughs> that was so sweet. I was like, what? I was called best dressed by a 50 year old man or 60, I don't know how old he was. I was like, that's me. I I peaked. <laughs> that was really good. Um, but that was only because I, you know, eventually just started wearing what I wanted. And that was mostly jeans because I lived in an area where, you know, we had 12 degrees outside every freaking day. And that's like the temperature you wear, you know, pants. <laughs> but, you know, I also started wearing skirts and dresses to school and just being like, you know what, whatever, I don't care. But back then, that was super scary for me for some reason. Maybe also, you know, I had a little backstory, just want to call it out here. I think this episode's going to be really long. I'm sorry, but uh, I have a little backstory here to tell, um, which is about, you know, some girls in my class who were absolute, I'm going to come back to them, okay? I'm going to come back to them, but I'm making this point now. We're absolute, mm, they were not nice girls, and I still don't think they're nice people, but you know, uh, they once came up to me still remember that day. I don't know what grade it was in. And they basically went, and I didn't like them. I just like to say, I didn't even like them. I thought they were rude. They came up to me and been like, oh my God, like you're copying us with your style. And the things that I copied were, first of all, I had a rose gold watch that back then, I don't know what year it was, 2016, 17, that back then, basically everybody had. I had white Converse chucks. How many of you have white Converse at home or like Converse? I still have them. I'm usually wearing my black ones now to work out, but I have white covers. Still have them. They're great. And then a pair of black leggings. <laughs> I was copying them because I had these three items that were the absolute basic items that basically anybody maybe has them. Probably not the rose gold watch anymore because, you know, rose gold kind of wore off. But I was obsessed with rose gold generally when I was younger. Um... You know, that kind of that kind of hurt me. I was like, oh my god, they think I'm copying you. So that basically illustrates that I was picking the safe choice and kind of got, you know, weirdly commented about because like even if I was copying you, why would you freaking care? Like and I wasn't. I should have literally said something really rude back I me, mean, like, why would I copy you? You guys are not even cool or something like that. But I didn't. I was just like, No, I'm not and then I wonder why I was like, What the heck was that? Just the weirdest conversation. Um, still a little bit scarred by that, but, um, yeah, you know, after that, I don't know, I was kind of, I was really basic dressing, uh, back then, but then, you know, I kind of discovered best dress and I started to evolve my style, and that's what I'm saying. First of all, wear the skirt, you know, and second of all, which is the next thing, the opinion of other people on you doesn't matter. They, it doesn't ever matter, no matter who they are no matter what they say, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter, especially if you didn't like them. I put so much value on the opinion of these girls, although I didn't even like them. Although I thought, honestly, I think you're really bad people. And they proved that to me so many times. Like they were really, there is a lot to tell, but <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. They were just not good people. And I still base so much value on them. I don't even know why. Probably because I'm a people pleaser and just wanted to be liked by anybody um and you know they were kind of establishing themselves as the cool girls in class although 
they were not cool. I'm just telling you. Being rude is not cool. Being bad is not cool. <laughs> and that's what I was saying. I was like, literally, why are you caring what they think if you think they're not nice people? You, you value an opinion of people that you don't like over your own. And that's silly. And then my fifth advice would be um, the opinion of others in general obviously doesn't matter. Like, even if it's, you know, your family members or your friend, if they give you an opinion that actually is absolutely reasonable and constructive, you can listen to this. You can decide, still decide if you want to take their advice or not. But their opinion doesn't matter for your life. Even if you value them as a people and you value their opinions, you know, but if they come in and they tell you, I think you should do this and that, you can say, okay, I'm going to do this because I think, yeah, it makes sense. Or you're going to say, you know, even though I value your opinion, um, I'm not going to do this because I don't want to. So what really matters is your opinion and what you want. And other people can help you in figuring that out. But you shouldn't take, you know, their advice for all. Because they usually are telling you things that they would like to hear or that they think for their own life. So, for example, I would say, if you ask me for advice, being like, hey, should I do a gap year? I would say, um, yeah, because I think that can really broaden your horizon and that will be a great experience for you for that and that reason. But that's my opinion and that's what I would tell to myself. Um, and... <laughs> That might not be your opinion. You might be like, no, I don't want to leave home. I want to stay here because this is making me happy. And I don't want to have this experience for this and that reason. And that's absolutely valid. So what I'm probably giving out as advice is something that I would give as an advice to myself. And that's probably also how other people are, you know, handling their really well-meant advice. There are obviously cases where they just, you know, give you an opinion that is just stupid. And if it's, you know, a mean thing, they say, it's they have a problem with themselves. I'm just telling you. There's nobody, you know, making a mean comment to you if they um, are happy. But obviously, if I if you ask me, be like, hey, do you like that skirt? And I don't like it. I probably will say something along that and be like, oh, it's just not my thing. Um, but I think it looks good on you, for example. Uh, that's how I would say. But if somebody's just like, uh, that's the ugliest skirt I've ever seen and like really articulating me like oh you look so ugly in that skirt they have a problem with themselves because there's no other reason for them to say it like you can state the fact that you don't like the skirt in so many different ways and that reflects on you and not on them the sixth advice is that academic validation is not all I used to believe that this defined my worth for so many years and this is all that matters because I was good in it because I know I could achieve so many things and I wanted to make myself proud I wanted to make my family proud I wanted to be the smartest person in the room I wanted to be the smartest person in the family and my grades defined that for me um, and that was all I worked for but there are so many other things that matter and also things that are more important especially like my mental health the fact that my parents loved me no matter what grade I would bring home, um, <laughs> spending time with friends, you know, having some fun and thoughts outside from what grade am I going to get, how much do I have to study for this test to get an A, um, I would say that, you know, in my opinion, education is really important still for me. Uh, that doesn't have to be the f case for anybody else, but it's not 
the most important thing and it shouldn't be the validation you get from education you know shouldn't be the front row if you value education a lot you might say you know the fact that I get to learn things that's more important um but for me my most important thing is my family and my friends and obviously my own well-being so um yeah I would tell myself that uh, because I place too much on it I already touched on the next advice, which is how people act towards you as a reflection of them and not of you. But I'm repeating this because, um, first of all, it's true. <laughs> and second of all, I used to think, you know, when people were mean to me or said mean things, and it didn't happen too often. I just like to say I had basically a really chill uh, time growing up and chill time in school and, you know, all. But I really used to think, you know, when people were kind of mean or rude or whatever, that they would just you know, they were right, and I was wrong, and there was nothing wrong with them, but again, you would never comment something mean or say something rude to somebody if you're not feeling bad yourself, and I know that for myself, when I was miserable, I had more miserable thoughts, and I did not always wish other people the best, I didn't go to them and be like, I wish you the worst, but I was way more frustrated and I feel like had a more meaner attitude overall except for now you know I can let go and be like even if I don't like you be like you know what you're fine um I might not wish you all the best because for like I don't have to wish everybody the best but I'm like you're fine I'm fine we're living our life and it's cool and the people that I genuinely love and value I obviously would just wish the best I hope that makes sense it's like I'm not wishing anybody anything worse I just wouldn't want to wish somebody I genuinely think is not a good person the best. I hope you get what I'm saying. I just um, don't think I have these strong negative feelings anymore. Um, I don't necessarily think I brought them up like to the outside too much. Like I again, I never went to a person that actually talked really meanly in there. I did. I did do that to be fair, but I had my reasons. It's a whole nother story here. I'm not, again, like I'm not a saint. I did mis make mistakes, but I know that it was mostly a reflection on my state of mind and my feelings back then. Um, so I would tell this to my younger self, being like, it's just reflection of them. I know that most of that advice is probably something my parents gave me before, but you know, it's great to hear it for myself again. The next one is that I should choose my friends wisely. And I had friendship that ended badly and I had friendship that just, you know, drifted apart, but I did notice that I spent my time with some people that weren't good for me for way too long. Even when at one point in my life they were nice and they had a great value and we were great friends, I should have, you know, ended it when it was becoming toxic towards me or you know, chose it, chose them more wisely in the first place. I know that I had a lot of friendship ending because I just didn't choose my friends too wisely. And I think it's very hard for me to really choose the right friends because I, <laughs> it's hard if you don't know the person that you're becoming friends with, you know. But, you know, really protect yourself and follow yourself. And if you feel like something is going toxic, end it right then and there. Um, I'm, I know that sounds radical, but I had just things really go down really badly after years of it not being a valuable friendship anymore. And I know that that made me hurt other people. It made, you know, me get really hurt. So yeah, I think that advice is really reasonable. Another advice is obviously going 
into that is that you're going to get hurt. There's no way around it. People are going to hurt you. I am a very emotional person, so it's, to be fair, really easy to hurt me. <laughs> um, this is not my greatest strength. Like, there's no way around it. It's true. <laughs> it is true. Um, and it's hard, and it's going to hurt, and it's going to make you feel worthless, but it's going to happen, and you're going to get through it eventually. And I know it sounds silly, but it's going to make you stronger in some ways. And it's not going to stop me from getting hurt, because I will get hurt in the future, I know. Um, but it's going to happen and it's, it's part of life. <laughs> the next advice would be that I should have valued the time that I had more. Uh, I talked about this in the school episode that I said that I always was looking out for something more. I was so excited for university. I was like, oh, in three years I'm going to be at university. It's going to be so fun. When actually the time I had in school was great and I should have valued it for what it was and should have been more excited to have that time now because I was young, I got to learn, it had a lot of advantages and also just my time as a childhood, um, etc, etc. I was, was longing for the future, but I had so many great times when I was younger and I feel like even though I valued these times, I should have valued them a little bit more in the moment. So really at least stop for a second and be like, you know, I'm actually great, I get to live at home. I'm actually like happy that I get to go to school. Well, well, well. <laughs> I uh, talked about that more in the school episode, so I'm not gonna elaborate on that too long, but I think you get what I mean. Another advice would be that things are going to change and so are you and you can't stop it and you're not gonna be the person you were a year ago. I felt this especially after, you know, my little, I just call it my little big mental breakdown that I had after um, school ended. The person that I was a year ago to the person I am now, that are worlds simply because a year ago I was in a miserable state due to my mental health problems and now I am way, 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 way better and it, you know, shaped me a lot as a person. Um, it scarred me a little bit, but this is going to happen. Things are changing and not staying the same, even if you want them to, and you're going to change with them, and that's just normal, and you might not recognize you from, you know, a year ago, um, and you might not understand all your actions, like me, like, looking back, I'm like, why didn't I just wear the skirt? But back then, it was such a big deal to me. <laughs> Um, but that is just life, I think. And you are learning as you go, um, which is another advice. You know, you don't have to figure out everything before. It's it's gonna it's gonna work out. You don't need to have a five year plan. Um, you're learning it with time, and you're learning more about yourself with time, which is very lovely. My thirteen advice would be: you don't need to please everybody, or meet their expectations. Like, again, I'm a people pleaser. I'm still working on that. But honestly, nope, you don't have to do it. The only one you need to make happy is you, which, as I already said, was or a little... Um, I couldn't speak. What? Was a little affirmation for today. And you can't even please everybody. People are so different. People have different expectations. Just please you. Period. Nothing more to say to that. Advice number 14 is going in with that because I'm a people pleaser. I would do everything to please people, but I should stop not speaking up for myself. Speak up for yourself, girl. Do it. Even if it's going to cause a little bit of drama, 
doesn't matter. You need to speak up for yourself. You need to learn this ASAP. Still working on this because I value harmony over everything else. I don't necessarily need to be right in the eyes of other people. I just want people, you know, to like me and be fine and not to have, you know, confrontation. But no, I need to learn to speak up for myself because if I can't do that now, I will not do it in the future. And even though, obviously, the most important thing you need to learn is to know for yourself that you are in the right, if you are, um, you also need to kind of present this to the outside because I am pretty sure life is going to get a little bit rougher after I enter you know, the job life. And if I cannot speak up for myself in my mind, just for the sake of other people being fine, nope. I don't always need to watch out for other people. I need to watch out for me in the first place and speaking up is a way of doing so. And number 15 is a little bit hard to say, but it's not going to be like you imagined, but it's going to be okay nonetheless. And that kind of ties together with the thing of me kind of having certain expectations for the future that you know are not true and I'm just saying this right now even though it's one of my biggest insecurities but you know what we're being honest today (laughs) I used to be obsessed with love and falling in love etc etc and I was super certain I'm gonna have a boyfriend at 16 didn't happen I'm turning 20 and I've never had a boyfriend in my life. I never had a romantic relationship and was never truly in love. I had a few crushes but nothing serious and if I would tell this to my younger self they would freak. I know. Um, But honestly I'm okay. I don't need a relationship right now. I don't even know if I want one. I'm really biased. I have been thinking and journaling about this lately a lot because Like, I don't have anybody in my life that I would, you know, want a romantic relationship with. There's no guy around and I don't, I'm, you know, on one hand, I'm kind of scared I'm never going to meet somebody, but on the other hand, I'm like, right now, you know, I'm just happy being on my own and it's okay. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. Like, I might have thought back then being like, what, you don't have a relationship that's like the end of the life. That's the most important thing. And to be honest, no, I'm happy and I'm okay and I don't need a boyfriend. Maybe I want one in the future, but I don't need one. So (laughs) that's it. (laughs) Little pep talk here. If you're in a loving relationship, that is so cute. My roommates are going at it with their romantic relationships and it's so sweet, but I have nobody and that's okay. And another thing, oh, I just realized we don't have 17 but 18 advices. (laughs) Um, An advice would be that I'm obviously allowed to make mistakes which again ties together with a lot of things I already said um, that like I define myself a lot through failures and through my successes that were based on grades but mistakes are important to learn and mistakes are making you stronger and you're allowed to make them and you're going to make them there's no way around it and last but not least would be that you know I'm here now and we made it either way We made it with all the things that, you know, were rough or weird that I would advise myself to do different. But in the same way, I needed to make these things. I needed to make the steps. I needed to make these experiences myself in order to be here right now and to know better. And that's, I think, growing up. And we're here and we don't need to worry because... There's a lot to come and there's a lot of hard things to come. And in a year, I will have other advice I would give myself right now. 
Um, but I don't need to hear this. So, you know, I need to figure it out myself. And you need to figure it out yourself. And that's scary, but that's also an amazing opportunity. And I am so proud of yourself, wherever you are. I'm proud of myself that I'm here right now, about all the things I went through. And I'm sending you a lot of love and positivity out there. And I hope a few of these advice things I told you might have helped you a little bit. Okay, recording this episode really did help brighten my mood. Maybe you could hear it um, over the course of the episode, but I'm feeling so much better now. And I also didn't plan on talking for so long. I actually thought this was going to be a shorter episode, but then I just started talking at so much to tell. And I think this really shows that, you know, my mental state today isn't the best because I just needed to speak my mind a little bit and it really helped me. I feel better now and I hope I can carry a little bit of that feeling with me throughout the day. But yes, this was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it as always. I hope it might have helped you a little bit and if you want to give me a little birthday present, feel free to jump over to Instagram at young underscore confused underscore and underscore well read. You can just click basically my link in the show notes where I have all of my social media listed. Join me on TikTok. I personally think TikTok is the most fun next to my podcast, but don't feel pressured at all. And I hope you are having a great day, a great week, or uh, an amazing month even because December is upon us and I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year. And next time we're hearing from each other, if you're going to be back, which I hope, uh, is going to be when I am actually on my way home. Wow, time is passing so fast. But for now, I'm going to enjoy my birthday when you're listening to this. <laughs> um, and I'm going to enjoy the rest of my day today. And I hope you're doing the same. I love you guys very much and don't forget to stay young, confused and well-read. Bye-bye. <laughs>